ladies, gentlemen, or whomever. Coming to you live from his downtown Denver studio, uh, apartment. It's the Quail Chronicles. Please put your hands together for your host, Kyle Quail. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thanks. All right. Wow. So excited to be in Denver tonight. Before I go any further, though, I'd want to give a big shout-out to our in-house band, The Rapists. Uh, Senor Kyle, uh... Ladies and gentlemen, that voice you're hearing is none other than my sidekick and in-house drummer, Huervés. Give it up for Huervés, everybody. Yes, uh, muchas gracias, but, uh, Senor Kyle, we are not called, uh, the rapists. It's actually just therapists. Because, you know, uh, we make you, we make you feel good with our music. Oh my, uh, my mistake. Uh, maybe you should just switch it with the therapist, you know, to reduce confusion. Uh, yeah, we, we thought about that, uh, but we decided too much the sound, you know what I mean? We didn't like that. The therapist, the therapist, I mean, that's too much, you know what I mean? Anyway, Juarez has been a lifelong buddy, and he is a fantastic drummer. Why don't you give everybody a taste of what you can do with the sticks, Werf? Uh, okay, how about, uh, this? Right, yeah. So, uh, welcome everybody to the very first episode of the brand new talk show that exists entirely inside the mind of an unemployed comedian facing imminent mental collapse during a, uh, what's known as a global pandemic. <laughs> so I guess I should formally introduce myself. My name is Kyle Quayle. I'm from New Jersey. I grew up in a two-story house. My mom's story and my dad's story. <laughs> One was the story of an estrogen-filled sensitive being who carried me in the womb and suffered from early onset menopause, and the other is my mom's story. Yeah, you should hear the way that my dad tells people that I went to community college. It's basically like I went to jail. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do, kept changing my major over and over. Somebody would be like, hey, John, how's Kyle doing? Eh, you know, not great. They got him back at county again. Ugh, what did they get him for this time? Journalism. And yeah, you totally heard that right. My last name is Quail, spelled exactly like the bird, but my closest friends just call me... So stick with me for a second. I figured out at an early age that my grandpa had no brothers and two sons, one of which had two daughters, my cousins, and the other one had one daughter and one son, which is me. And since both my grandfather's sons are likely done making children, that would make me the last male Quail. That's right, baby, the last male quail. It's all on my shoulders. Powerful either way, really. Either it dies with me and we go out with a big last hurrah, or I'm the savior of the name, and we continue on this journey of what's most likely utter meaninglessness. <laughs> you know, I actually remember the day that I told my grandpa that this was the case, God rest his soul. Yeah, so I'm explaining all this to him, and I don't think he ever really thought about it, because when I finish, he gives me like a little, oh shit, he's right, little tiny smirk. 
and then I swear to God, over the next 10 minutes, you could see the terror rolling like an evening August thunderstorm in the Atlantic. Slow, but powerful. I could see the memories of the Vietnam War playing in his head, barely missing landmine after landmine, bullets whizzing by his head. And then the memories of his father, barely saving up enough money to sail across to America where unadulterated freedom for his seed is the most valuable currency imaginable. He realized during that dinner how many goddamn times that this name could have been erased from existence. But his dad fought through it. His dad's dad fought through it. And then he fought through it. Then I swear it looked like he was chewing on a lemon when he ultimately realized that after generation and generation of tireless work, perseverance, and a smidge of good luck, that it wasn't up to him anymore. No, it was all up to me. That's right. The cherished, coveted family name was all down to the 18-year-old dipshit who once took 80 milligrams of Adderall and jerked off to the one-eyed bitch from Futurama for four straight hours. That's a true story. Ah, uh, family dinners. Yeah, Easter was uh, canceled this year. What a shame, am I right? Uh, to be honest, I wasn't too broken up about Easter being canceled. Yeah, I'm not really a huge fan of uh, family gatherings, per se. I actually have an uncle who really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, you're supposed to use two hands, Uncle Greg. <laughs> Maybe a little bit slower. Uh, I like that, like that little twisty motion, you know? Uh, how about a little lubricant, too, while we're at it? Jesus. So anyway, we got a great show planned for you guys tonight. Kermit the Frog is here, everybody. Yeah. Legend. And also the very first live performance of new up-and-coming rhythm and poetry artist Lil COVID. Looking for a new book that will make you laugh? The Book of Joe follows the journey of a coffee cup who experiences a series of hapless relationships with other beverages. Following these tragic yet albeit hilarious breakups, Joe spirals into a self-destructive state as he struggles to move on. Until he befriends a monkey named Oscar, that is. A coffee cup with a big heart. A world with harsh realities. A monkey with the key to life. The Book of Joe is a story of overcoming heartache and adversity told through raucous humor, endearing characters, in bold black and white illustration from creative mind Daniel Mestia. Get your copy on Amazon today and follow his Instagram page at Dan underscore Mistia. That's at Dan underscore M-I-S-D-E-A. What follows for Joe and Oscar reminds us to appreciate the little things. Most notably, friendship. Get your copy today. This is a real advertisement. I repeat, this is a real advertisement. All right, welcome back. You might know this first ever guest of the Quail Chronicles as the star from such classics as 2011's The Muppets, Muppet Treasure Island, or my personal favorite, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Everybody, please give it up for Kermit the Frog. Oh, wow. Hi, everyone. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Mr. Frog, please sit. Uh, I have to be honest, this is a dream come true for me. Oh, thank you. Well, the pleasure is all mine. You star in my favorite Christmas movie ever, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Just enough heart and laughter and great acting all around, in my opinion. Oh, how kind of you. Why, thank you. One of my personal favorites as well. I'm gonna be completely honest. I have a giant favor to ask of you. Let's hear it then, yeah? How would you feel about singing just a very small part of my favorite song from that movie with me? It would just make my whole entire life. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't sang in a long time now. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh man, come on. What do you think, audience? Should he do it? Come on. <laughs> All right, fine, you got me. 
Uh, which one of your songs from uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol is your favorite? Oh my God, thank you. And it's uh, it's one more sleep till Christmas. That always makes me feel so nice and cozy, you know, on Christmas Eve. Okay, great choice. Uh, let's do it. Ready? One, two, three. There's magic in the air this evening. Magic in the air. The world is at her best, you know, when people love and care. The promise of excitement is one the night will keep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas Day. Holy shit, that was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm glad I can make your life, friend. So you've been around for a long time and have inspired millions throughout what's really an incredible lifetime, Kermit. I have to ask, though. Have you ever seen anything in your life like what we're dealing with regarding the novel coronavirus? Mm. Uh, no, not exactly, to be honest. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, I get it. It's weird. Unprecedented times is what everybody keeps saying. Although, if I do remember correctly, on the set of Muppet Treasure Island, every single attractive extra at one point or another came down with a frog in their throat. <laughs> Hold on. Cuervace, please don't rimshot on a joke like that. Kermit, you can't make jokes like that anymore. You, you should know that. Oh, that's not a joke. There was a whole lot of nothing going on on that set, let me tell you. Hairface, come on, seriously. Oh, come on, senor. The green man is very funny. That's what I'm talking about, Hairface. You're my boy, boy. Okay, Kermit, I get it, but like, Hollywood was a different time back in 96. We're trying to change the tide now. You know, time's up, me too, etc. Surely you've been reading the news for the last few years. Oh, yeah. Everybody today is me too this and me too that. You know, if I'm giving my honest opinion, I think it's mostly bullshit. How about this? I'll tell you about my Me Too experience. So, my buddy Harvey Weinstein was over a few years ago. He goes, hey Kerm, I got that new young actress Jennifer Lawrence to sleep with me. You know, to get a big role in one of those Miramax movies. And you know what I said to him? Kermit, quite frankly, I'm appalled at all of this. You you were an idol. Do you want to know what I said to him? Can't we just talk about something else? Do you know what I said to Harvey Kyle? (sighs) What did you say to Harvey, Kermit? I said, hashtag Me Too, Harvey. Hashtag Me Too. Get it? Yeah, because I also slept with Jennifer Lawrence to put her in a movie. Yeah, I get it. You know what? Stop the interview. We cannot. We can't air this. Stop. Oh, just stop chill it. Chill out, you fucking snowflake-ass bitch. What? You think I'm doing this show for free out of the kindness of my non-existent heart? I'm a fucking puppet. I don't have a conscience like you weak-ass human beings. But your, your roles in movies and television always teach the kindest lessons and represent the best of the world. Yeah, and do you think since Christian Bale played... Patrick Bateman and the guy from The Machinist that he's a psychopathic killer in a downward spiral of paranoia? I'm not sure if Bale's the best example here, but... It's called acting, you dumb fuck. I'm an actor, and newsflash, nobody wants a big-eyed puppet frog to play the antagonist. The money's in being generous. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Why now, of all times, are you coming out with this? Again, why the fuck would I do this show? Do you know who I am? Because I certainly have no idea who the fuck you are. So why are you doing it? I'm here to reveal to the world that I teamed up with your musical guest on tonight's show, Lil' Covid, for his first single. That's right, son. Kermie's in the rap game now. Thank you. Guys, how could you applaud this man? Oh, relax. You got any more questions or can I get the fuck out of this shitty-ass apartment? I mean, alright, I'll just edit all of that out. Fine. Uh... You worked with two of my favorite actors of all time, Michael Caine and Amy Adams. What would you say the biggest difference in both of them is? Mm, I'd say Caine's asshole's just a little bit tighter. Go to commercial.
Hey there. Yeah, you. Do you like drugs? Are you addicted to pills and struggling to find meaning in life because your friendly neighborhood drug dealer got cut off from his usual supply because of that old bitch of a lady, Christina COVID? Well then, listen up. My name is Dr. Doug the Drug Plug, and I might just be able to help you out. No matter if you need hydrocodone, oxycodone, Percocets, they the best, morphine, codeine, Xanax to get some rest, Demerol, Tramadol, Oxycontin, Roxacet, Fentanyl, Lexapro, Zoloft if you soft, 5 ants, Clonopin, Prozac if you whack, Valium, Ativan, Dextromethorphan. We got all your needs, man. We also asked Dr. Doug some frequently asked questions. Do you want to help people? Yes! Are you a real doctor? Nah! Is this legal? Probably not! Then why are you doing it? To get that bag! As you can see, Dr. Doug the Drug Plug is a true philanthropist and wants to help you in need. Why are you waiting? Pick up that phone and call Dr. Doug today. If you got pill problems, I feel bad for you, son. Just dial 668-7811. Hit me. Alright, we're back. Here in studio, performing his first single, titled Socially Distant, off the debut album called The Illness, please give it up for the first ever live appearance of Lil' COVID. Keep it six feet back, I'll have you six feet under. Got a six pound sack, so you don't need to wonder if I'm good. I'm from the hood, and I quarantine myself, cause you should. CDC runs low on PPE, must stand for cunt, dick, cunt, cause that's who they seem to be. They tell me not to spit, they ask me pretty please, but if spitting is a crime, then just give me a disease. Got my mask on, got my drink on, bet they never would expect this, got my kink on. My bitch looked like someone turned her fucking sink on. GOP cannot stop me from getting my thing on. Your grandma's dead, your grandpa's dying, and you don't fucking care. Kermit! And for all who don't know me, it ain't easy being green, but I sure as shit ain't talking about my money or weed. I'm the star of the show, and my bank account be kinky, and I stay true to my hope, yeah, I stay true to the bacon. I'm a piggy, getting jiggy, DJ scraping wiggy wiggy, I'm the bug eating amphibie version of Biggie, and I'm the fly swatting soul rotten slimmer than shady, and when I say I'm going ham, I'm just heading home to my Country's on its last leg, broken fever, 9-11 gave my uncle fucking emphysema, USA always saying you should be a dreamer, but my only dream's to smash Adriana Lima, they say if you fucking thirsty you should have a whack, but I say if I'm hungry I'll just eat a bat, shooting, snorting, drinking, lockdown got me in my prime, turns out like my Rona with a bit of lime. Doctor said I came down with a case of baskets But it's time that we acted motherfucking drastic Dirty meat, too much heat, too much fucking plastic Shame our kids will end up in an early cast. Your brother is racist, your sister a whore Your cousins are basic and uncles are a bore Your father is a tyrant, your mother insecure What if humans are the virus and the virus is the cure? Alright, that's all the time we have for tonight. A big thank you to Kermit, Lil' COVID, and all of you at home listening. Please follow us on Spotify and check back every single month for a brand new episode of the Quail Chronicles. Now I'm gonna go milk my chicken. (laughs) 